The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Time to release your mouse, turn your speakers way up, and hang on to your hard drive. As the SEO rock stars, log on to rock the net right under the stratosphere. Prepare to optimize your Tuesday evening jamming and spamming with the always highly ranked SEO rock stars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. Rockstars are back Tuesday, August, September. Jesus, September, man. Time's flying. September 25th. And after a long summer hiatus, SEO Rockstars is back in the saddle. Broadcasting live to you today. How you doing, Greg? Actually, we're not live. Well, we're kind of live. We're kind of pre-recorded. Yeah, but, dude. So if you're looking for us in the chat room right now, that's why we're not there. We're not there. I'm on an airplane. By we're the time actually, you're yeah, as you're listening to this, uh, both of us are traveling to San Jose for a super secret Microsoft thing. Well, it's it's we can say that it's they're 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 announcing and demoing a new version of Live Search, and they've asked us to come down and mock it, or sorry, give positive feedback on the new Live Search. Yeah, piece of crap version three. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm holding out for good things. There you go. So that's that's where we're going to be. But we did want to bring you a new show. It has been we've been running commercials. We've been saying we would be back today, so we are going to have a show for you, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I understand we're now uh, we don't have to fill a whole hour anymore, which is great for those of us that don't plan our shows. I know. I, I figure we can just uh, by the time we stop talking, it'll be over, so we don't have to fill anything. So let's uh, rather than jump in in the, the sort of the new inaugural show here and and talk a ton of SEO, let's. Uh, where, where have we been for four months, five months, however long it's been? Where have you been, Greg? That's actually a great question because I've been around more than you. I think that we did our last, well, here's what happened. Last spring we tried to move the show to Fridays because uh, my daughter was playing high school softball and I wanted to go to her games and the Tuesday thing didn't work. And the Friday thing sounded great on paper, <laughs> but it didn't really pan out. So we got actually one show done with Eric Ward. That was back in April. And from that point on, our travel schedule just didn't really match up too well, which was mostly your fault. But Absolutely. I'm more than happy to take the blame for being in airplanes on Fridays. And so, because, you know, where Todd travels from, it takes him three days to get anywhere, so he has to leave extra, extra early to make his trip. So, um, and... I also was really busy. We were doing a lot of new stuff. Like you said, you know, the, the Web Gorilla domain name is gone. Um, I'm sure I'll forever be Web Gorilla individually, but we moved everything to gregbozer.com because uh, people just can't spell. And I really got to the point after 11 years of just, you know what, there's two R's, there's two L's, but nobody can get me. So now it's a lot easier. You can go to gregbozer.com, and if you can't spell that, I don't want to talk to you. So... 
<laughs> and we did that, Perfect. and we, Dizzy and I stopped blogging for all of the summer, which was kind of a trip. I didn't even actually read blogs. Went on Missed kind out of, on uh, fun times not reading the blogs, man. It was really weird. I mean, if it really wasn't for you and I am, I'd know nothing that ever happened. But I didn't feel like I really missed much, was the sad thing. Nothing much has changed. I mean, there's there's not been big search news. There hasn't been big Google updates. There's, I mean, there's been little bits and pieces and stuff. Everything's no, kind of just... I mean, I, I, the biggest thing that I was late on was that shoes sold auction ads. I heard about that one a little late. Like, oh, really? That's cool. But other than that, you know, uh, Google penalized some directories and... I don't know, it's kind of a slow summer, but I got so much done. Much more productive without blogging, <laughs> reading blogs. But now we're back. The show is we're back. back. We got time. You're blogging. I've been blogging. Back to wasting time, yeah, if I'm blogging again. Uh, somewhat, you know, no guarantees that it will stay in any kind of frequency because I might disappear at any moment, but for now, uh, we're doing a little blogging stuff. Times. Yeah. Getting back to doing some Beer Fridays. Like the summer was uh, just like a big vacation, except for there was work involved. Yeah, yeah. And now it's fall, and it's time to kick things back in and get ready for 2008, which will be here before you know it, and all new projects and, and new directions and all that kind of stuff. So, so what's, what is the new direction for gregbozer.com? Um, well, you know what? We're, we're, we've been talking about it forever, but we're starting a new entity. Um, that is not quite yet ready to go, but we spent the summer doing a lot of WordPress development. We're really getting into doing custom applications and uh, custom vertical stuff uh, based on WordPress. So a lot of the projects now we're doing, even the ones that are SEO-related, are all kind of built around that platform. So we're going to launch a new entity that kind of specializes in that in the next, uh, I don't know, anywhere between a month and a year, who knows. Good to have a plan. Yeah, I know. I'm, you know, my my business plans are pretty loose and open, but it's going to be a much easier to spell company name. And and WebGrill LLC is still the parent company that owns these new entities, but um, nobody will ever have to type it into a email address or anything. So that'll make everybody's life much better. Yeah, we're kind of excited about it. Uh, we've been just writing a lot of code and doing a lot of stuff here for the past five months, and we're pretty excited about getting ready to roll it out. So hopefully mid-October, maybe November, definitely by PubCon, I think. Since I already did a secret interview with Brett that he'll never post because he's been talking about bringing Search Engine World back, and I disclosed the name of the company in that because just because I knew I'd have it up and running before he ever actually put that on the web. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I got email this morning that... Uh SearchEngineWorld.ca is up for renewal. I should probably... Oh, yeah, you should. Look after that for Brett. We'll do that, for sure. Well, not so. much has changed up here in Canada. I still work for the for the corporate elite, still at range, and still trucking away on doing all that kind of stuff. But it's a good time, so I can't complain. Life's good. And you went to shop.org? Now tell me about that a little bit, would you? Shop.org is the first time I got to go to shop.org because I'm not allowed to go anywhere unless I'm actually speaking, which is pretty okay. It's not like I don't travel. Um, but so shop.org is it's a giant retail show. It was in Vegas, which is you know always good times, and uh, huge exhibit hall, lots of sessions. I mean, very typical conference kind of thing, except the 
the attendees are skewed way heavily to online retail. So like virtually all of our clients were there. So it was kind of kind of a nice time to go and have a booth and have all the clients swinging by and we threw a big party uh, and that kind of stuff. But it was it was a little bit like when you and I went to Web 2.0 back yeah. in April. Now, I knew like four people. You know, there was a handful, like Stephen Spencer was there. And of course he was. Did you steal any of his phone Fox dropped by and, you know, a few people like that. But it wasn't like rolling into SES or PubCon where you just know everybody. Well, there's a good chance you're going to vomit Sunday, exactly. Sunday morning. Yeah. Exactly. And, of course, I, I rolled into Vegas and I got sick. So I spent most of the time actually hanging out in my room just being wow. ill. Which is no, which is no good in Vegas, but it was the Four Seasons, so I can't complain too much. It's a nice room to be sick in, um, and I learned how to play craps. I've never played craps in my life until this trip. Yeah, uh, I now have a new vice because I needed one more vice in my life. Very, very fun game. And did uh, so the overall? I mean, besides your clients, because we know all your clients get SEO, but uh, what was the general vibe of all the retailers? I mean, are they still a day late and a dollar short? I mean, how many of them are up to speed with, you know, the realities of organic SEO? SEO is actually the really the very hot topic right now uh, in online retail. Everybody's on board. I mean, we're we're getting uh, you know RFPs and, and stuff like that on a very very regular basis. It's definitely something has changed. I would say in the last three to five months, where everybody's finally figuring it out. And there's companies that you would, you know, somebody will walk by the booth and it's nobody you've ever heard of. It's a small little company and they've got, you know, ten, fifteen thousand $15,000 a month they're willing to put out on the line for organic SEO. They're starting to see the value in it and it's really, really exploding. And the other evidence of that is the fact that there's no SEOs to be hired out there that are worth anything these days. Yeah, well, and let me are available. this they question. Will. So, are you fine? Because here's what I'm getting. I'm getting a ton of phone calls, especially from e-commerce kind of sites. A lot of these sites have done well in the past, and now all of a sudden suck, primarily because of Google's more stringent supplemental content analysis. So yeah. I'm curious how many of these companies at a show like that are stepping up because they have cash and are trying to get back in the game, or are they actually going to try to get into the game in this kind of algorithmic climate, which makes it very difficult for, you know, thin kind of product page stuff. Yeah, and I, you hit on it right there, that last little bit you said, the thin product page stuff. That's, I mean, that's, I think, absolutely it. That's what I've been coming up against a lot recently is, um, is the thin content stuff, especially in, like you say, online retail where you've got a you know, big list of SKUs and then you have an affiliate program, and rather than set up a whole second feed, just go, oh, we already have all our data here. Let's just fire it out in, in XML to all our affiliates and let them use our images and our product names and our product descriptions and all that kind of stuff. And you, you wonder wind why up nobody with, ranks. Yeah, exactly. And so Google actually has this thin content suppression thing out there. Not, not too many people seem to know about it. It's not a penalty. It's not like a, a duplicate content filter. It's Specifically around thin content, where there's where there's hard to find the value add, or it's, it's hard the to stuff that would have been labeled supplemental, but now they took the label away because they're tired of us bitching about why do you make all our stuff supplemental. Exactly. And once it's we're, we're actually running into a lot of that, but we're also getting. I'm also seeing a lot of retailers coming to the table that are just 
you know, finally just wanting to get into it. It's not that uh, they... I don't even know how tough it's going to be. Exactly. I mean, the days of doing the massive rewrite on the site and, and making sure you strip out the filtering stuff and you just let the bot crawl and the pages all kick ass are kind of over. Yeah. Especially, I would imagine, for a newer site. I mean, that's what we've been running. And it was kind of really why we've been steering more towards content-driven platforms and doing the WordPress and the blogging kind of stuff is because, you know, it, companies really just need to rethink their models now. I mean, we're just finding that a lot of these sites that... And I get these calls from people, especially in the affiliate world. I had this travel site. It was great. You know, these guys used to make a ton of money, and now not one. It's just in the shitter. He hasn't done anything different. It's just not... It doesn't score the way it used to. Yeah, I mean, they're very, they're getting very good at determining, like I mentioned, the value add. What makes you different than everybody else running that same feed? I mean, there's, it's still a, a perfectly fine world to be an affiliate and for people to sell the same products. But it's what much more creativity and more work and more dedication to on, real, you know, real content. Which uh, Matt's probably it, loving it, us saying that, right? But in the big picture, for the most part, they've won that battle. Definitely. And you definitely need to commit and have strategies in place for long-term creative content development. And that's why we, you know, we're just moving that direction because we only want to work with clients that have done that. There are no more quick fixes. And you know, if you're not going to commit to it long-term, you're not in that kind of market going to have success anymore. Definitely. I mean, a lot of the SEO tactic that we're throwing out these days, I mean, we obviously cover off you know, title tags and meta descriptions and you know, you're on page H1s and all that kind of stuff, all your fundamentals. But we've really shifted to a lot of uh, content development and corporate blogging and um, YouTube pages and viral mm-hmm. videos. And, you know, anything that you can get out there that's going to catch somebody's eye is really what it boils down to today. I mean, we have all these clients. It wouldn't, you wouldn't even seem to make sense, some of them, you know, but they're setting up YouTube pages and it's getting... Uh, Know, videos up there and there are different television commercials and all that kind of stuff. It's getting page views, it's getting linked to, it's driving traffic indirectly. And I mean, I really think SEO isn't just are you getting traffic from Google, Yahoo, MSN, Ask, and whoever. I think SEO really is around what traffic can you go out and get that you're not paying for per click. So it's, it's moved even beyond just straight search referrals. Very true. And uh, it's, it's just a tough world. And you know what? I, the hardest thing is um, getting clients in these spaces to understand that this isn't just a temporary little glitch. This is the way it's going to be for a long time to come. And it's not going to, like, you're not going to revert next month and have all those duplicate pages with very, with the same description that everybody else on the web has pop back up to the top. You know, and it's all about building authority and doing all that other stuff to try to make convince Google and any other engine that you're the site that should have the right to show this thing content. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's it, it's a the battle now is really about the original content and getting credit as the originator. I mean, we still live in a world of scrapers and and feeds and content being repurposed and used all over the place. And it's still, that's the big battle, I think, and the search engine is still trying to figure out how to do that, whether it's some kind of digital fingerprint or how. And, and I will say that they are working on it because, yeah, back in San Jose, we got to go to this secret little uh, 
Googleplex thing, which we're probably not supposed to talk about, but that was one of the things we did talk about in great detail was you know, Danny's very passionate about that and, and how coming up with a system that really allows publishers to claim their content when they publish it and not have it be based on authority and page rank, right? Because for the little site, that's the toughest problem. You want to be able to syndicate your stuff because you want visibility. You want eyeballs to see it regardless whether they come from search or not. And you go out and, and you do that. But if you're small and starting up, you syndicate it to somebody who's big and trusted, they're going to get credit for it. Exactly. So, you know, I, Google's definitely on the idea, and I have no idea of time frame when they might come up with something, but that will be a huge plus down the road and probably bring a little stability back to the e-commerce space. Definitely. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I don't want to really interrupt the flow too much, but we only have a half-hour show now, so we're going to pop out, take a quick commercial break, and back we're going to come back. Fun. We've got about 10 minutes, and we're going to run through, I think we should run through the license plate. We're going to give some clues to my contest so you can win past the PubCon so our listeners have a, a chance to beat out Jim Boykin, who's number winning right now. So everybody hang in there. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Stick around. SEO Rockstars. We'll be back after this short break. Mr. Scott, I can't get any more information onto our website. I'm doing the best I can, Captain. There's no more room on the server. It's going to blow. Evaluation, Mr. Spock. The logical answer is Lunar Pages. Reputation, reliability, and legendary 24-7 support makes Lunar Pages the host to cling on to. Did you say cling on? Aye, Captain. Sign up at LunarPages.com and get $700 off coffee cup software absolutely free. If you call, they will answer. Lunar Pages it is. Beam us aboard, Mr. Scott. For out-of-this-world web hosting, Lunar Rocks. Sign up for web hosting with Lunar Pages and use coupon code LUNATICS to get $28 off. Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah? I get all my information online. <laughs> I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. <laughs> Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at RevenueToday.com. Wow, mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine. The Performance Marketing Standard. For more information, go to RevenueToday.com. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. On top of the World Wide Web stands an elite class of multi-billion dollar online internet giants. Excellence and execution and exposure are key. WebmasterRadio.fm has gathered together an elite society of experts that will give you the tools necessary to move ahead of the pack. Affiliate marketing, advertising, and public relations. Find your way to the top. Check out the affiliate marketing, advertising, and public relations section on demand on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Drop into the Webmaster chat room. Webmasterradio.fm. Clothing is optional. Webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to SEO Rockstars. Let's rock. Here's your host. We can't actually paste the URL into the chat room. We cannot, oh. but because I moved it to my new domain, it's much easier to spell. So, quick background. Uh, started blogging again. We had a little, you know, beer Friday, and I was buying my wife a license plate because that's what you do when you live in Southern California. And, and I started fiddling with the thing, and it, it, we started just making up plates for people we know that we thought were funny. And I wasted a whole day on it, and uh, we decided I should have a contest, and I got Brett to offer up a couple free passes to PubCon in December, first week of December, as prizes, and also uh, a night on the town with, with us, because last year we had my 40th birthday party. It was a big blowout, and um, when we go to Vegas, we like to pretend we're rock stars, really, and, and roll like that, and Barbara said no to having the big party again. <laughs> so I figured, hey, we'd have a little contest, we win the party, we'd go get a big limo and spend an evening out with whoever won, you know, clubbing and doing a thing, plus give them a couple free passes to PubCon. Oh. So I put up this contest on my new blog. It's uh, gregbozer.com slash SEO hyphen vanity hyphen contest. And if you can't remember that, you can just go to the homepage. But basically there's 50 vanity license plates that I made for people I know. And there's a little box where you can fill out and submit who you think they are. So I think what we'll do today is we'll go over some of the harder ones. We'll give people hints. I think that's a great idea. And then that way, people that listen to our show will have a better chance of winning the passes and be able to come to Vegas and uh, experience the whole PubCon Vegas thing, which is pretty cool. So some of them are pretty simple, but some of them... Um, so maybe you should just pick out the ones you have no clue, and I'll give you hints. Okay. Well, let's, uh, I got it up here. I mean, well, the first one, Cutlet. That could be like anybody. It could. Um, spam, spam killer, pretty sure I know who that is. Okay, so number one, Cutlet. What I, the hint that I will get, you know, it, it could also be another Google employee, but it's not. So what I would say is that this person, who I actually don't know, uh, is probably hands down Matt's number one fan. So I would imagine if you spent time on Matt's blog, you might be able to figure out who it is. Um, let me see. Gee, I don't know what who number four is. X-Pill Spam. X-Pill Spam? Yeah, I couldn't even guess who that is. Uh, hate, hate SEO. That's pretty broad, too. That's pretty broad. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a guy that we've had beast with, and it's not Dave Pasternak. And he wishes he was Hawaiian. How's that for a clue? There you go. Okay. How don't know that one by now. How about number seven, I Love Semen? I'm pretty sure that's Sam Industry, right? Oh, it is, but it kind of looks like I Love Semen. <laughs> so, obviously, it's a she, hopefully. Um, this person, in San Jose, there was a, a big joke. Cause this person actually has uh, a blog about in-house SEM. And the URL of that blog, when you look at it, it kind of...
kind of looks like it says semen house, maybe. So there were some jokes about this person, and some people made a funny site that was in Spanish that mocked her site, and, uh, you know, she never noticed, noticed that her domain said that, so we figured I'd give her a plate to remind her how much she Very posts. nice. You're a giver. Yeah, I'm a giver. Some of the good ones. I like, I like number 11, Rand's mom. Okay, here's the clue for that one. Her last name is not Fishkin. <laughs> number 12? Oh, we've got to do, we do 12 and, let me see, number 12 and uh, number 24 are related. Well, number 12, you got to go digging for. Big nips and fucktard. Now, here's the thing. Number, well, we'll start with the big nips thing. But with both of these, these are people that are well-known. Um, they have, they have pretty high-profile day jobs. They blog. But they also moonlight. And their, their day blogging thing is not the only place they blog. And, and these, these kind of moonlighting jobs, they tend to be a little potty mouth sometimes. And they have really kind of whole different personas. But like goofballs, they use their real names. So... Um, Big Nips and Fucktard are, are both in that same category. And I'm totally going to get slapped for that one. Probably. Yeah, yeah, you are. And uh, she I've already been told by that person that I better not be Big Nips. I hope that you are. <laughs> um, let me see here. 18, Fukia. Fukia. Yeah, that one, actually, and you find Big Nips could give you some clues on that. So... That, that one pops up in uh, uh, cartoon strips from time to time. It does. So that might be a, a good place to... Um, okay, here's... Here, let me find the one. Oh, this is going to be the best one. There's one here that says, uh, See me puke? What number is that? See me puke number 41. Now, obviously that could be almost anybody in the business. Pretty sure I know who that is. Especially as it, it, when you go to SES and you roll in Sunday night, Monday morning, somebody always vomits. And it's been multiple people. But the one clue I'll give you is I, I made this plate see me puke because see me pole dance would not fit on the license plate. <laughs> uh, Dude, 45. 45, Master Bader. Um, now that's a good one. Now here's the thing. That's kind of a common term that comes up every now and then. But I'm almost confident that this particular person was the first person to ever coin it, and it was back when he was a wee little tyke and nobody really knew who he was. And um, I think we were like standing in line for a porta potty at like one of the very first Google dances. But um, he gets referred to it. He's used it a lot in his sessions, and uh, he is a masturbator. Is absolutely. What do you think of Tub Dick? Tub Dick? Pretty sure I know who that is. Sponsors <laughs> some parties from time to time. Very organized. Yeah, and like, if he had a new career choice, he'd be a game show host. Totally. He totally enjoys cornball jokes, so I figured he wouldn't mind me calling him Tub Dick. And uh, his he his his goal in life is to bl- what? So he sells uh, what's called sanitary wear. Goal in life is to is to blow up sanitary wear, and and right now he's got a big box of high explosive. Wants to see if he can actually vaporize a big.
big piece of sanitary ware, like nothing left at all. That would be sweet. That'd be pretty awesome. I'd show up for that. How about Love Goat? Love Goat? Number 48. I'm pretty sure that goes back to a Jamaica story. Yeah. Uh, all I'll say is uh, there was a Rastafarian, a goat, uh, and some Weezy involved, I think. Or actually maybe mushrooms. I'm not sure. But uh, it's one of the greatest stories of all time. Fantastic. And if you ever figure out, figure out who that is, uh, you should make them tell the story. I'm pretty sure that if you go digging through the archives of Webmaster Radio shows, you probably find some I'm hints. sure we've talked. Yes, exactly. Uh, what's number number 42, Corn Boy? Corn Boy. This person oh, comes is. from a state where they grow a lot of corn, and his original claim to SEO fame had to do with marketing John Deere tractors. John Deere tractors. So you can't get more Corn Boy than that. <laughs> uh, da, 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 love Bacon. This person has a blog about bacon. Six degrees of bacon. Six degrees of bacon. Now, I don't know, but maybe if you do a little who is, I don't, really, I don't think there's anything on that blog that identifies this person as the owner, uh, but definitely that's where to start. Sixdegreesofbacon.com. Um, 38, I cackle. Okay, first of all, you know it's a, it's a chick because guys don't cackle, but this person is a speaker, She's very loud, never needs a microphone, but uses one anyway. And, and incredibly tiny, considering how loud. And if you ever hear her laugh, I mean, you be walking, you may not know this person, but I trust me, if you go to show, you walk in and hear her laugh, you'll know exactly that, oh, this is who Greg was talking about. Um, okay, two more, man. Let's Two more good ones here. How about one-up butt? One-up butt. Number 35. This person does not actually have something up their butt, um, more on their butt, and when he has his firstborn son, he might name him Luigi. <laughs> and then the last one we should probably do is like Womanizer, number 33. Or how about Circus Girl? I don't know. There's a lot of good ones here. Well, Womanizer... It, nobody, I, that's going to be a really, really hard one for people. Nobody's going to get it, so I'll tell the story. First of all, there's all these classic stories having to do with this guy and chicks, or his attempt to get chicks. Or just to even say hello to them. Or be around chicks. And one time we were in San Diego, uh, partying with the Einstein guys, and we were at a bar, and there was an attractive young lady who this person wanted to meet. And he came up to me and said, Greg, are you a womanizer? <laughs> and I'm like, a what? A womanizer. Like, do, do I have lines to hit on chicks? I said, I don't know. Ask my wife. But so ever since then, we've called him that, and he looks really good in lederhosen. There you go. Little German guy. Go dig, everybody. Oh, man, you know what? That is uh, that's a half hour. I think we might actually be a few minutes over because there's nobody in the chat room telling us to stop talking and there's no actual commercials and we didn't even well we did one commercial break all right cool so next uh tuesday you'll be around normal time i will uh i will be around next tuesday we will have a live show we'll be in the chat room and we'll, we'll probably have a guest on and uh we'll kind of get back into our regular thing with uh live chat room and your questions and all that kind of stuff 
Well, man, it feels good to be back. I haven't done this for a while. Yeah, it is. And uh, now go get on a plane, and I'll see you in a couple hours. That's my plan, man. I'll see you tonight. We will drink, and we'll see everybody here in the chat room next Tuesday. Take care, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.